Hello, everybody, and welcome to the post-Super Bowl edition of the Ozone. I am your host, Omar Miller. You can find me all over the world at Omar Miller or at Omar Benson Miller on Instagram. And I am here with my brother from the same mother, Terry Miller. The Icons. You can find me at Icons with an E, E Y E C O N Z at Instagram. <laughs> He's so happy that he almost got it right. <laughs> almost. Almost. Come on. And so are the Atlanta Falcons. So happy what that they almost got it right. What? It was a game you yesterday? tell me what happened because you are Mr. Falcon. And <laughs> there was a game yesterday. They played? <laughs> there was a game yesterday. I, I was going to tell you about it, but I wasn't wow, sure if you I was watched. Sleep. I missed it. I, I, you should have stayed asleep because we needed a version of alternative facts for this one. <laughs> this was... Uh, I mean, I, I can't wait to get on the mic, folks. I really don't even know how much else we're going to cover. Pretty much is going to be a right. post-Super Bowl edition. We got a little baseball to talk about, thank God. Some trades, some exciting things coming up with the World Baseball Classic. Um, we have uh, we have some L.A. teams falling apart. The Kings are playing pretty poorly. The Clippers don't even talk about it. And the Lakers, who actually surprisingly make me want to watch, aren't playing great, but they're, you know, they're a young team. We give them a pass. The rest of the team should be playing much better. But forget all that. For now, I want to talk about the absolutely, positively biggest collapse in Super Bowl history, maybe even in football history. I was going to say, Super Bowl, I, I, I that's mean, period. In sport, this is a 28 I, point. Come on. Folks, for any of you guys out there who play Madden, 21 0 is a skunk. You got to get your ass up off the sticks <laughs> if I got you 21 0. 21 0, it's over. 21 0 means lights you can't out. come back. That's James Tony. The lights out. Asleep. <laughs> And and the, the the oh my God the Atlanta Falcons found a way to snatch defeat from the jaws of victory in the words of my man Miles, unbelievable folks. Now I got an interesting take on it uh, because I don't want to hear. Everybody knows how much I love Tom Brady. I mean he he he's the man. He just you know I talked about it on the last edition of the Ozone uh, with Trucker Dave, who's waiting in the wings here, folks because he's a big New England supporter. Um, but I talked with him about it, and I said, now, do we have to recognize Tom Brady as the greatest of all time if he wins this fifth Super Bowl? And he was quick to caution, hey, don't get caught up in the – don't get, don't become a prisoner of the moment, as they say, by saying, hey, this guy, that guy, you got to compare errors, you got to compare their game. And one thing that's happening right now, in my opinion, is everybody is a prisoner of the moment. I, walking up here to record in the booth, the, the security guard just told me, man, that was the greatest Super Bowl I ever seen. Everybody says that. How what, was the greatest? It was a blowout. <laughs> Come on. The game was a blowout. It was a tale of two halves, and it wasn't even really a tale of two halves. It was a tale of two and a half quarters to one and a half quarters. And, you know, the game really... You could have went up and, and ate all the wings you wanted to for a good portion of the game because it just wasn't interesting. <laughs> I'm devastated. I'm I, 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 and I can believe blown it. Away. I'm not even going to ride you on this one. I, I probably will because I think we got a few things we disagree about. But really, my thing is this. Let's, let's start it from the top. I thought it was an extremely gutsy call to defer to, to because, you know, that showed me that Dan Quinn was really, really confident about his football team. Right. And he wanted to show the defense his confidence in them to say, hey, look, go out there and shut Tom Brady down. Show them what these Atlanta Falcons are, are really about. And they went out there and they did that. They got Tom Brady, I think it was a three and out the first go around. Matty Ice came out with the offense and Matt Ice looked frightened. 
the first but so the, did Tom Brady. The, the first Tom Brady didn't look frightened. He just looked like there wasn't anything open. Matt Ice looked frightened. Like he Tom came Brady out and like the lights. Scared to no, me. not at the beginning of the game. He looked eventually he got there, but he didn't look scared at the beginning <laughs> of the there. game. He didn't look scared at the beginning of the game. Beginning of the game, Tom Brady came out. He looked around. He looked like he was like, oh, okay, these guys are a little bit faster than I expected them to be. All right, let's figure out how I'm going to make this adjustment, make that adjustment. But there was nothing there. at the be- I'm talking about the very first drive. Uh-huh. Then Matty Ice gets the ball, looks confused. Devontae Freeman came out to set the tone. I don't know if I've ever seen any run, anyone run harder. Like He looked like he was going to put a hole in the turf. He was running. He was stomping That's so hard. Style. And it was very reminiscent of beast mode, to be honest. Um, very powerful back, you know. And and Matt Ice looked confused. He took a sack, and he he gave me one of those Peyton Manning uh, late in his career sacks where you just kind of fold up and fall down, like right. like you like you shouldn't Launch be chair. in the NFL uh, kind of sacks. And and I was like, oh shoot, the lights are too bright for him. They give Brady the ball back. The defense stops him again. I'm like, wow, okay. I put up on Twitter. I said, okay, I like what I'm seeing out of you, Atlanta. I like this vibe. And then Matty Ice gets the ball back, and hello, Julio Jones is still on your team. And just as we suspected, the New England Patriots did not hire anyone between two weeks ago and yesterday yeah, or right. now that could stop Julio Jones. There is no one that could stop Julio Jones. I'm going to make a concession right here live on the Ozone. I've been wrong all season. Antonio Brown is number 1A. Julio Jones is the A-side. Julio Jones is the best receiver in football. That is not even in question. It now. is dis- so disappointing that with the heroics that he pulled off yesterday – that he doesn't get anything but a big bag of it, a disappointment. Got a big bag of it, too. Because there was nothing. You know, truth be told, if they win that game, Matt Ice gets the MVP, and really the MVP should have been Julio Jones because Julio Jones opened up the entire game for the entire offense. With only four targets. Well, but that's the thing. You're so scared of him that he needs so much attention that everybody else ends up open. But let's continue with where we are. So then – Matty Ice, for everybody, I know you guys watch the game, but I'm going to tell you from my perspective. Matty Ice wakes up, realizes Julio Jones is on his team, and realistically, the route is on. At this point, they're working on – he looks like the MVP. They're working on all cylinders. They got it popping. We're talking about flats out to Devontae Freeman – pitches it looked like the 98 broncos they were just t- doing the toss in the pitch it was just fundamental sweet power football pulling guards and tackles in the whole nine it was so impressive it was sexy football and then you keep everybody honest with julio jones who made two of the most spectacular catches that i've ever seen yeah forget about just super bowl the ball that was a pick that ball was behind him sounds good it was a pick <laughs> and happen. julio jones took the ball out of the defender's hands and said that's mine i need that give me i need that first down with a couple of guys draped on him, just on the drapes. <laughs> Man, they were just unbelievable. And so, and so, they start rocking and rolling. They score. Okay, the monkey is off their back. Oh yeah, we are a good team as well. Let's get busy. So they do it. Life is good. Everything's rolling. Fourteen nothing. Tom Brady shows up. The Tom Brady shows up. The one, the man, the myth, the legend, shows up and starts moving the pill. And I actually like this. This uh, I actually like this theory. If you watch and see what happened, the Atlanta defense didn't – it was part of their design to allow Tom Brady to get yards. It wasn't their design to let him score. And what was very interesting was even in the first half, he moved the ball. And then he threw the pick six. He would he would not be able to convert on third down. They got pressure from the front four without blitzing. And suddenly Tom Brady has the happy feet. 
I mean, he's missing Edelman. Those guys are dropping passes. The Patriots look like a mediocre, regular team. So I don't want to hear all of this greatest of all time nonsense because when everybody put on their Instagram the picture of Tom Brady with his head down after he threw the pick six, everybody was ragging on him and everybody was talking about his support of Donald Trump and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. So I don't, I, I don't really want to hear this from all of the front-running fans about how great he is because he is – nobody's ever heard me down-talk Tom Brady. He Tommy is great. Terrific. Forget about it. I always said that he was either you know 1A or 1B when it came to greatest of all time. But what he showed me in that first half is he definitely was 1B because Joe Montana plays perfect football in the Super Bowl. Right. Literally, perfect football. He doesn't turn the ball over. You're not getting a and chance. And he doesn't lose. And he doesn't lose. So, all right, I digress. Even with that, he throws a pick six. They go up 21 nothing. He marches a little bit. They get 21-3 at the half. You're thinking, ooh, here comes the adjustments, blah, 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 blah. The Falcons come out, put up another touch on them. Put up another touch like it's nothing. 28-3. This is when everybody turned the, uh, turned the TV. This is when everybody decided to start eating wings. It was the ranch blue cheese dressing going all over everybody's lips and shirts. The stains were popping off. The game was a laugher. And then the unthinkable happened. The Atlanta Falcons ran the ball a total of four times for the rest of the game. They took no clock off, and possession after possession, they went three and out. They would use no clock whatsoever. They didn't go to Julio Jones. They refused to throw the ball to Julio Jones. Which... Is always a bad decision. Yeah. And, and I mean, and then it just, we got to analyze all of the different stuff that they did to lose that game. They did everything possible to lose that game. You have to do everything wrong to blow a 28 3 lead. ESPN stats says that it was a 99.1% chance of the Patriots coming back in that game, something like that. No, it was a 99.1% chance of them losing that yeah, game. Lo- it was the Atlanta Falcons had a 99.1% chance of winning that game when they were yeah. up 28 3 with eight minutes and 31 seconds left. But instead, they decided to keep the defense out there forever. I mean, the defense, what can you really expect? I'm not even really mad at the defense, to be honest. You have to be mad at the coaches. The coaches I let gotta them down. you got to be mad at the coaches. First of all, you recognize that they got tired. So if they get yeah. tired, we have to stop going man-to-man and we have to go to the zone. First of all, and second and, of all. And also, and also. Get but, number 32 out the game, Collins, because he was French right. I mean, completely. You know, to me, that just had more to do with him being tired. That wasn't tired because – at the half, after they came out, they recognized, you know, Bill Belichick, if you watch the game, I watched it again last night. You watch him on the sidelines. You watch him taking notes, which is awesome. He's literally writing down notes. They went in there, and they saw that Collins was a weak link. Out of all those DBs, I would say 70% of the passes after that half went to Collins' side. Regardless, they lined up Malcolm Mitchell in the slot. They had him on Hogan. Everybody started eating good after that, and it's all on Collins. Well, but that's, again, that's not on Collins because if the if the coach has to see that and and make some adjustments, yes, and and bail that guy out, help him out, yeah. and and also he needs the tarp, he needs a, the, the <laughs> need a bailout package, he need a bailout package, <laughs> you got to bail out Main Street, not Wall Street, and they didn't, they didn't see it that way. Todd Frank, where is Barney Dodd? <laughs> and so so I don't understand. What it was that the Falcons were – I don't understand the game the Falcons were looking at. And this is where you and I are going to differ, I feel like, is because I also put that on Matty Ice. Because – Not Matt Ryan's fault. You 
can never, you will never see Tom Brady blow that lead. You will never see Aaron Rodgers blow that lead. You'll never see Russell Wilson blow that lead. You'll never see elite Wait a minute, quarterbacks. Russell, Russell Wilson just blew a lead against uh, the Cardinals. They just blew that before the end of the season. Which was not a 25-point lead. Yeah, but he, I, he blew I, the lead. Against a terrible team, the Arizona Cardinals? You cannot blow a 25-point lead. But Matt Ryan that, doesn't play defense? That's not on the defense. What You know what, though? He does play defense because you know what he does? To help the defense rest, you have to run the ball. You that's don't not, run the ball. But guess what? You don't run the ball just to run the guess ball what? to score. That's not the quarterback. That's Kyle Shanahan who did that. Kyle You're the Shanahan elite MVP. Start, Kyle Shanahan start is the making, coordinator. Not only, and not only, not only did they not run the ball, they didn't dump the ball in the flats. They didn't do anything but crossing routes. They didn't stretch the ball down the field. Kyle Shanahan. They didn't go in the flat. No, that's Matty Ice. No, it's not. That's, that's Kyle Matt Shanahan. Ice. Kyle Shanahan is the offensive coordinator. It's his job to call the plays, and it's Matt Ryan's job to execute the plays. Which means find the open guy. And you know what? If you, the call, open guy, if you call just like when Devonta Freeman – Missed his block, which changed the game around. It didn't change the game yes, around. I don't want to hear that. That's terrible. Wall Street Journal that's even a, said that's the same a thing. They don't care about the Wall Street Journal. Let me tell you news. That's, that's, that's <laughs> terrible work. <laughs> because, because, because there's no one play that changes a game no, when that, you're down 28-3. That, that does change the game before the simple no fact is that no they need a defensive stop, and they got it right there. No way. That changed the momentum. No way. No and way. And not only and that. And they didn't get it right there because then the next yeah, play, he fumbled. The next, no, he didn't. Yes, he did. The next play, the next play is the play when Hightower made him fumble because Devonta Freeman did not pick up that block. No. Yes, he did. No. The next play is when Sanu actually got the yardage, and then they called it back on a hold. That's not true. All right. All right, you say whatever you want to. Let's just go run back the tape. I'm I ran actually, back the tape. I'm I got, telling you. I got, yeah, man. You, Devonta you, Freeman you, you, you missed his block. Devonta Freeman night. missed his block, which got Matt Ryan blindsided, which made him fumble, which gave them the ball back. Which is and the it game was changer. still 28 to 9. But so it, I don't want to hear It wasn't nothing that. about Muhammad Sanu. This no, was it wasn't about Muhammad Sanu. No, it wasn't Muhammad Sanu's fault. Muhammad Sanu caught a pass that they was, then in turn called no. holding down in the secondary. That's not and even look in, it that's up. Not Either way, the same goes, situation. We have, a, we have a caller who, for some reason, you're trying to defend Matty Ice for some reason, and he's a loser. And here's the call. Is this Boston Mike of the of New England Patriots <laughs> and New England sports fame? <laughs> Are you celebrating, dude? Are you still popping bottles? Listen, I'm going to tell you this. The New England Patriots and Tom Brady last night have more number one records than the Beatles and Michael Jackson combined. <laughs> and that's a lot of number one records. That's a lot of number ones. <laughs> All right, that's 30. They broke 32 records last night. All right, listen to this. Tom Brady in the last two fourth quarters of Super Bowls against that daunted Seattle defense and against Atlanta, he has gone 36 for 42, 370 yards, and three touchdowns. He is Michael Jordan. He is Bobby Or He is Big Poppy Ortiz. He Wait a minute. He's not Michael Jordan because Michael Jordan was never down in the fourth quarter. First and foremost, <laughs> well, Michael Jordan was celebrating in the fourth quarter. Oftentimes, Michael Jordan didn't even play in the fourth quarter because the game was a blowout. Well, and let played, me tell you, he never played the game seven. He never and, played the game seven. <laughs> there, you, there you go. There you go. And now let's and let's talk. Let's talk about something else. Let's talk about something else. With all of those records, you know why they broke all those records and why he almost threw for five hundred yards and so on and so forth? Because he was getting blown out. 
And then he had to pass. And the Atlanta Falcons did exactly. exactly what the Atlanta Falcons have done to everybody all year is they made you one-dimensional. And in this situation, and then they stopped playing. And then and then <laughs> in this situation, they decided to not run the ball. Explain this to me. I understand that we we you're on the you're on the phone to represent New England Patriots, the organization. So I understand. We're gonna give you time to gloat. Explain to me Friedman. Devontae Friedman was killing them. I mean, I mean destroying, destroying Kevin the Kevin Coleman was killing them. Both of I them. I can't believe it. Listen, there is not <laughs> enough Coca-Cola in Atlanta. There's not <laughs> <enough> <laughs> in Atlanta to choke down that loss for them. He <laughs> sure wasn't. They, they got to go with the hard insane. stuff. I don't think the soft drink gets it done. They got to go past Coca-Cola. <laughs> they might need well, to go I, over to Kentucky I, listen, and get some bourbon. I told you guys at the beginning of the season, Malcolm Mitchell was a stud. That kid played big time he in the sure second did. half. The Patriots he did. in the first half of that game, not, not Hogan, Bennett, Edelman, they, they, they stunk. They were the worst catching team in the NFL. They all had big drops. And, and listen, but in the second half, athletes make adjustments, and the Patriots made adjustments. He went 27 for 34. No, and see, this is where, yeah. this is where we disagree. This is where we disagree, and this is where I disagree with the incessant Tom Brady nut riding. Now, everybody... I understand yours actually is in front running because I know how committed you are to, to Boston <laughs> sports. Committed. committed to New England sports. So I'm not, I'll never I'll never disrespect you like that, Boston Mike. But my, my thing is this, is that when Tom Brady threw the pick six, Tom Brady looked oh. like a mere mortal. And you've never, seen like him look, you've never seen him look like that except for when the Texans confused him two and a yes. half, three weeks ago, by the way. And you know what? The Atlanta Falcons mismanaged the game, which is exactly what they do, which is why for the last two months I said I don't believe in the Falcons. I finally jump on the Falcons train, and then the Atlanta Falcons <laughs> so you give them. me the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> they the give Falcons. me the Atlanta Falcons. Matt Ice, the well, moment's knew, too big. You knew they were going to show up sometime. You knew they were going to show up sometime. It just happened to be with 8.31 left in the third quarter. They their total yards after eight they were up twenty eight to three twenty eight to three they ended up at forty four yards for the rest of the game wow forty four yards for the rest of the game wow the highest octane with. football <laughs> yeah the, the highest team, team the highest octane team in football Man, one of the best offenses in history that I've ever yeah, seen to be too. honest and I'm not giving you the prisoner of the moment no these guys are unstoppable Better than when, that run and shoot when, and when you else. throw out a guy like Julio Jones. And you got a Muhammad Sanu as your number two guy, Taylor Gabriel and your slot guy. Hey, man, you got problems you got for the defense. Problems, especially with those two he, running backs. They threw the ball to Julio Jones four times, and he caught all four passes. <laughs> what, what the <laughs> shit are they doing? With people all what, over him. What, what are they doing, Mike? What are they doing? I, I, you know what they were doing? Bill Belichick was in their head. He Bill was. Belichick, he was. He was. Kyle Shanahan got his jock fucking strap wrapped around He's, his ankles. <laughs> he did. So, wow. I missed that part of the telecast. <laughs> you must have had special seats. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you. Listen, I, I'll tell you this, though. That was a rookie crew, um, um, the referees. They were fuck, almost impeccable. They're only the Shane McClellan, where, where they made the, they said he lined up wrong to block that extra point. Yeah. That's the only bad call they made all night. And, and that didn't and even matter. Were, I mean, I, a you bad know what? call was the one to Martellius Bennett in the end zone because they said that he was pass interference because he wasn't looking or something, but he didn't make contact with him and all he did, is he had his ball to, he had his back to the ball and he just knocked the ball down. Either way it goes, let's, let's be realistic. This is one situation where the officiating actually didn't right. determine the outcome of the no. game for once, which that, I, I thank see, them that, for. 
That's exactly what it was. And see, the, the, the Patriots have been living and dying with this turnover thing. This, they, Tom Brady had more interceptions in the playoffs this year than he did in the regular season in 12 games. Yeah, how yeah. crazy is that? <laughs> and realistically, how about this? I wanted to lay this one on you, Boston Mike. Who needs to be thanked in this situation that everybody's busy booing is Roger Goodell. Roger Goodell gave you guys a purpose and he gave Tom Brady four games off. For an old man uh, to get four games off in the NFL is huge. Huge. Sure. It and it was and Miami and Buffalo, which normally beat up Tom Brady pretty good. Yep. So they were two and Houston also. And Arizona. Yep. I mean, <laughs> those are four games with, with, with all, decent defenses. They're all those are all above average top ten defenses. And he Brady would have taken a beat. So listen, we lost both quarterbacks in those games. Yeah, that's, a, that's how hard they were hitting. Shoulder. That's a good point. That's and how hard they were sticking. He broke his thumb. He yep. broke his thumb. Yep. That could have been Brady on either one of those. Sure could so have I'm been. Take Roger Godell as our 12th player. <laughs> <laughs> He's the 12th man. He's the 12th right, man. So listen. He's a classic me, man. I agree with you, though. Now, it was Kyle look, Shanahan, man. He, he stunk the oh. joint up. He he's coming right out to San Francisco with all that momentum. <laughs> hey, exactly, that he with all that and, momentum. and you know what? And that's what he and I think that's what he was thinking in the second half. I think he was thinking to himself, yeah. you know what? I'm about to show off, and then this is going to enhance my contract that I'm about to pick up with the Niners, and and watch what that's I can right. do. And him and Danny Quinn, both of them are on the wrong side of two of the biggest collapses in Super Bowl history. Right now, you tell me this, and I got my own take on it, but I want to hear from both of you guys which one was worse. And I know you guys are obviously sports sufficient, uh, proficient oh, rather. Oh, the, the, which this, one, this which one is worth? The, no, no, no. What, no, no, no. Can I, can I ask the question, Mike? <laughs> can I ask the question? Which one is worse? Oh, it might be the, the Seattle because the Warriors the losing. Can I ask the question, the Mike, before you talk? Can I ask you the question? Yeah. Can, I, can I ask you the question? The Warriors blowing the 3-1 lead. The, the Indians blowing the 3-1 lead. Oh. The Bama roll tide, the Crimson out there blowing their lead, or this game right here blowing the lead. Which one was worse this year? Did, did you say Villanova? And, and that Nova UNC was real too. That Nova was a good game. <laughs> Nova might have been the one for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm really? Always, yeah. I'm always going with baseball. That was terrible. It's hard to win. Yeah. It's, it's hard, hard to, to win three games yeah, straight in baseball. Three straight in baseball. It's hard to win oh, three. No, no, and, and, and you know what? And I have to say that it, on the flip side, I feel the same way. Actually, I think the Super Bowl one is the worst one, to be honest. Really? As, as crazy as it sounds. Because in uh, let's let's uh, for me, it's a process of elimination, right? Uh, the Warriors and the Cavs. Draymond Green got himself booted out for kicking guys in the nuts, which is unacceptable. Then Andrew Bogut got hurt. So there was a lot of doors open there to help. You know what right. I mean? It and, wasn't and, like there was a collapse. Cleveland on the... does have the best player to ever play the game. Yeah, one of them. Well, they, that's true. <laughs> Not and, Nate Michael Jordan. Not and so, so you got you to give him a lot of, you know, you got to give him a lot of, you can't give him sure. opportunities. With the Cubs. The Cubs were actually a better team than the Indians. Terry Francona was putting the team yeah. together with bubble gum and, and and duct tape. So eventually that was a potential to balance out, but there was a lot of errors, you know, made mental mistakes made by the Indians that cost them that series. Right. Uh, Rain delay. Yeah. Nova, when you're dealing with yeah. college, Nova, anything can happen in college. Right. They're kids. They're still not developed in my sure. opinion. You know sure. what I mean? And, and, and New England versus the Patriots, I mean, New England versus Seattle a couple years ago, that was a just to me. That's still the best Super Bowl I've ever seen because that game was back and forth. That wasn't you know this game actually yeah, wasn't was. a great game. It was you know two great yeah. halves. It was a laugher in the first yeah. one. Yeah, 
two powerhouses going at it. There was a slugging match. There was no no one hating that a miraculous comeback. But Brady was down by ten and came back and won that game too. And that monster game, monster game, the largest comeback. And and now this one though, this is a literal. I'm not I'm not trying to take anything away from Bill Belichick. I'm not trying to take anything away from Tom Brady and the rest of the gang. But I am really tired because all I hear about is rah rah sis boom ba for that uh, that that whole <laughs> staff and you know organization and and every person who has a driver's license with the state of Massachusetts on it. I'm tired of hearing about that because you know what Uh-oh. the Atlanta Falcons did everything. I mean, it, it hurts me as a Raider fan well, <laughs> because of the Tuck rule. Well, yeah, but, but another big point is that Tom Brady wasn't <laughs> MVP. It was James White. James oh, White. Oh no, no. Listen, I, I can guarantee you James White didn't get a single vote for the MVP, but he should have been the MVP. He should have been, been MVP. He should have been MVP. He <laughs> came he, when he got his shot, play. he came to play. Yeah, he came to play. LeGarrette Blunt. Not Deion Lewis, not LeGarrette Blunt. LeGarrette Blunt rolled a blunt early. He, he wasn't <laughs> he looked like he smoked before the game and it, it, it took his focus. Oh, dude. He Blunt 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 was a non non factor. He was terrible. But uh, but he was too slow for that team. I'll give you this. Yeah. Atlanta to me. Is a very fast defensive team, but they pulled a typical Dwight Freeney. Fourth quarter, he ran out of gas. Their defense ran out of gas. They were on the yeah, field. They were on the field. This is what I'm going to say. That, that, I'm not plays. mad at Dwight Freeney for that. I'm not mad at. I'm not mad. I'm not mad at. And you know what? I'm not mad at Beasley because Beasley took so much attention from uh, on that front line, mm-hmm. which is what allowed Jarrett and Dwight Freeney to 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 act a fool up there. But. Beasley's not good against the pass, though. He's not that good against the pass. I, I, he's exposed a little to me. But can I, I say this? He, uh, to yeah, me, I think he is. Can I mean, I he led the league in, in, in the last year. All right, yeah, in the last year, we saw a triple crown. Yeah, we saw Villanova win in the last second. We saw the. Cubs went in extra innings. We saw Clemson in game seven tied, which they, they, they in game seven extra innings. Yeah, yeah, I, we saw Clemson beat the tide, which I absolutely loved. <laughs> and then with one second left, and now this. It's just to me, I, I, my heart can't take much more. <laughs> <laughs> my, my heart can't take much more. And Can I'm we sorry, get and, back and to I, normal? Jeez, Louise. I don't want to. This is exciting this stuff. Is exciting stuff. This is an exciting time. And 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 it's let's let's talk about one more thing, Boss and Mike. We we don't want to take up your whole day. We know you got a parade to plan. But uh, one thing I want to talk about is how about the accuracy of the gamblers? I'm. I'm Believable. Uh, I mean, there's no way to not talk about the fix. And I hate to say that because everybody <laughs> that knows me knows I am a, a believer in sport. I am an, an athlete at heart. I cannot, I don't want to believe any of it ever. You know, just like I didn't want to believe guys were juicing in the whole nine. How <laughs> in the world can you tell me that the spread, uh, the, the, the point total was 59 points? And the Patriots are favored by three points. It takes them to overtime, but they win by six with the total of 62, was it? Was it 34-28? Yeah. Are you kidding Boston me? Mike, Boston Mike teased the Pats. I, took, I, got, I, brought, I brought that up to 62 and a half, and I was getting three with the Pats. Just a little formula. A little teaser. A little teaser. A little teaser. Yeah, I I I, I like that. I like the Pats. That three line was bothering me though, but it never moved. It never moved. Never moved. It just started. I think it was three and a half when it started. Like you, the most you could have got was four. Yeah, yeah. Well, Atlanta uh, at the start of the season was a uh, a worse bet to take than the Cleveland Browns to win the Super Bowl. Wow, really? Did you know that they were one hundred and thirty four to one? 
they were the, one of the worst teams in the NFL. Hundred and, and Cleveland was only a uh, um, hundred to one. <laughs> you know, I mean, but the thing that the thing that the thing that just blows my mind, and that, that's because they knew Matt Ice was going to be the quarterback. And that's 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 why those numbers were so lopsided. And and the thing that just it just really, I just can't believe it because I told everybody and their mama to to uh, I had a, to do a speaking engagement in Vegas this weekend, and I actually didn't get a bet down. And uh, but I told everybody in my Vegas, mom, yeah, in Vegas, in Vegas. You. And so, and I told exactly right that. But it's good that I didn't because I saved a couple bucks because I told everybody in <laughs> their mom to bet the Falcons in the under. And boy, oh boy, was I sitting pretty at twenty-eight to three in the third quarter. Are you kidding me? I, I, I was sitting there myself. I, I had the pass <laughs> in the under, but and I was, I was actually, I, I kept the dream alive because I'm a diehard. Right. I would have gone down to the last. I would have gone down with the ship. We were actually at a, at a club, and half the people left at halftime. Like Mark and Wahlberg, my boss going, on Ballers. I'm like, stay, stay. Fairweathers, fairweathers. See, I, I'm an aluminum bench Patriots fan. <laughs> <laughs> we, 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 we froze our asses with the patsies. We froze our asses up. So this is – I've either been in a coma for the last 17 years, and I'm in, like, some <laughs> life support thing. And I'm going to wake up and realize that none of this actually happened. It happened, baby. Because it it's happened. unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Tremendous dynasty. And it's a it's a two-man dynasty, if you will, to a certain degree. Uh, and and it, it really looked grim. And a lot of premature celebration that went down, for, uh, apparently, with the Falcons as well. Yeah. And uh, I just, you know, man, I, 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 there's a few things that are just unforgivable for me. Why, oh why, you're up 28 to 20. Why is Atlanta running plays with 25 seconds on the on the play clock, with the clock running, with four <laughs> minutes left? You're up by eight that, with four minutes left. Why are you running that, plays? That, on- that's, that's management. That's management. That's not – that's that's poor management. Yeah, that's Kyle Shanahan. But, but that's, that's poor management. To. Matt Ice is the guy who snaps the ball, T. Yeah, you snap the ball. But even if he snaps the ball, they have a system, and their system calls for him to do that. It's not no him. system yeah. calls for you to to run to not run down the clock. That's on you. That's on yeah. you. Can't put that's on the quarterback, man. Yeah, well, and those you know two what, plays man, aren't going to change the difference in the game. Yeah, Kyle, they are though. Kyle Shanahan. They are though. Kyle all, Shanahan. He scored like with, it was with sixty one, seconds left. Kyle Shanahan. They could have ran a, two minutes off the clock before well, Kyle Shanahan. That, when they brought in Devonta Freeman after Tevin Coleman got hurt, they could have ran the ball because it was third and one. I agree. All they needed to do was run the ball I because agree. they couldn't stop, and that would have stopped him from losing from fumbling. And you run the and clock. And you run the clock. And you run the clock. That's it, Kyle Shanahan. He's passing. You had it on the 22-yard line the when Julio Jones made that ridiculous catch. I mean, yeah. maybe the best catch I've ever seen, period. Definitely in the Super Bowl. <laughs> but, but just period. I, I don't even know how he caught the – how he saw the ball. If you if they, if they you look at the replay from his angle, from behind, the ball, when the when the defender jumps, it looks like the ball's going to hit the defender on his helmet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah. And he goes over the defender – 45-inch <laughs> vertical, snatches the ball, stays inbounds. Gets his two feet in. Come on, man. And has position. And the guy, and the guy, he, right there, you say to yourself, he just saved the season. He just saved the season, yeah. and he just saved, saved Matty Ice. He saved Matty Ice a career of what ifs. Because I'm telling you right now, I don't think we see the Falcons again. Because football is so ruthless. You know, this is why what the Patriots are doing over the past, you know, 15 years is so impressive. Is that you know they can revamp their defense? They can if they, if they revamp their defense because the offense is still going to be there. But if they revamp their defense, they this can is a real team. Atlanta is a real team. Yeah, though. they're real. Atlanta, they're not. I they're agree. Not, they're not. Um, 
Carolina. Carolina had the worst schedule in football last year. Worse than the Patriots this year? Who didn't play anybody? The Patriots had a walk this year. Oh, yeah. We were the 28th. 28th worst straight to conference. Yeah, straight to schedule. Yeah, but um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for that. (laughs) (laughs) What can you do? Hey, it worked worked out well for you guys. 28 and you get to rest your your quarterback for four games? That's, geez. Well, the, the thing is, though, for, for, for to, to, to watch Atlanta, I really, I'm telling you right now, I walked away, even though the coaches and, and Maddie, Maddie's ball shrunk up into his ass, you know, and he, he had to so pull graphic. his diaphragm out when he got out of oh, the field. Oh, he didn't um, want to get pregnant. He, <laughs> yeah. Listen, he, he's, he's a, um, a Boston College guy. He was phenomenal at Boston College. He took a crappy Boston College team, and he had him ranked second in the, in, in the NCAA at one time. And he's got you know, cheese, yeah, by the way. That, he was a pitcher, and he's got yeah. gas. He did that guy yeah. does fuzz. But he, um, uh, but the, the, the thing is, so the, uh, they, I think that they're a legit team, and and, and this guy's a decent coach. I just think that, that he got a, he got he tried to outsmart himself. He, he Pete sure Carroll did. It. He Pete Carroll did, and Belichick it. and Belichick got in his head. I think you hit it earlier. Give me a give me a. Yeah. Give me a a uh, hold on a second. Icon's got something. What do you, what no, do you no. Say? I was just saying they they went conservative. They went Republican on me. And and this is they sure did. <laughs> they went far right. They went alt right on you. I know. What's a oh, a funny thing? Because that's what I put up on Twitter at the beginning of the game. I said, now you get here, blowing teams out. I mean, games aren't even close by being aggressive. And you get you start the game the most conservative way that you can. But then they ended up blowing them out anyway, and then they went yeah. conservative. And then they went conservative. But then they went aggressive at the same time. It was it was just confusing. Passive aggressive. It was it was a, <laughs> I, I, somebody needed a mental evaluation, <laughs> and I think we needed some meds. <laughs> somebody needed some meds. Mike, I want to give you two minutes. Give me a two minute hot take on this Patriots dynasty this season, and then we're gonna let you go. All right. What I'm gonna tell you right now is that this is the most unprecedented run since that of Napoleon. It really is in, in, in history. It's just, it's just, <laughs> I'm telling you, it, it's just the revival of the of the uh, Roman Empire. With they're conquering everything. It, you can't. It's just impossible. This was his tenth AFC championship. I mean, come on, this is insanity. Insanity. Six years in a row going to the AFC championship game. Who does that? Especially this is in the post. You know, uh, free agency with teams leave. The next year, he'll have like 20 new players on that team. They wouldn't even know who he is. In the last two years, they left the three best defensive players left that team. Chandler Jones, um, uh, Collins, and, and what's his name there? Um, uh, Revis. Remember, we couldn't do without Revis. We couldn't do without Revis. Well, guess what? We had a kid from, from, from uh, southern Alabama, where the hell the kid came from. And there he is. He's better than Revis. Butler, I mean, Jesus, it, it amazes me. And that all comes down to the system and the coaching and what they demanded their players. These guys work harder and they work smarter than any other team. And as long as you have Belichick and Brady together, the two masterminds, it's not going anywhere. You, you'll see five more years of this, all right? So get used to it. It's just going to suck for the rest <laughs> of the nation. Oh, you letting them drag. I actually, a- yeah, you should let them drag, but I don't think that the Patriots are going back. Well, any more while they're while they're. Oh, you, I think they kind of got who's exposed next year. Yeah. No, you know who's favored this year? Who for next year? The Patriots are favored to win the Super Bowl next year. <laughs> they are in Vegas already. They're wow, there's no there's nobody in the AFC. 
Who's no, the, the AFC, AFC is terrible. Oh, but the Raiders are on the come up. Right, Although if, I, if, if the Raiders and they get Alden Smith back, by the yeah, way, the Kansas City Chiefs, and if the Denver Broncos get any kind of quarterback, any but, kind but of I'm quarterback. A, but I'm going to tell you the truth. What Mike is saying has a lot of merit, and and the reason it does is because what the Patriots do, the Patriots say, "Hey, look, we're going to play fundamental football." We don't believe that you have the discipline to play fundamental football for 60 minutes. Yes. We do have the discipline. Yes. And we recognize that in 60 minutes, if you play the game the right way, you can beat anybody. And these other teams consistently fall apart. They're, this is going to sound That's terrible. It. I know everybody's going to kill me for this. They're not that good. They're not. <laughs> They're really not Stop. that good. So, dude, you're just such haters. I'm yeah. not. I'm not. Hey, I'm, listen, Mike. No, I, I, like I Tom love Brady. Tom Brady. Yeah. I I have I have rallied for 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 Peyton Manning to not even be mentioned in the same breath as Tom Brady for a good ten years. And so I, it's not that. I promise you it's not that. Even though his run and career started with a bogus call against the Raiders because Chuck Woodson showed him what time it was. And, and you can't deny well, that. That. Was a, that, was, that was a payback to Sugar Bear Hamilton rough that, on the fucking pass. That, that, was, that was 100 years ago, though. But that, I'm, I'm, talking about, I'm talking about in the modern age. I'm talking about, I'm talking about since Jesus was crucified. I'm not talking about before then, my friend. And so, <laughs> oh, I'm talking, I hold the grudge, my friend. You, me, me, you and me both. And so, and so it's not even that. It's just the fact that when I watched the game, just like when I watched the game and I looked at the – when I before the game, when I looked at the teams, I said, wow. And, I mean, it's on the ozone. I even said it. I said, wow. I mean, Atlanta should blow them out. And then they did. They, they, they proceeded to blow – they were a better they're, team. They were a better team. Just like Seattle was a they're, better, they're team. better team. Just like Seattle was, but then it comes to really, upper management which, that hurts them. Which, which really comes, I really this is a testament. What we're saying is a real compliment to Bill Belichick and his coaching staff because he has a way of getting through the players and getting them to buy in that is unprecedented and it's amazing. Well, what's cool about but, that guy but, too is that he'll take a guy forget, off the street. What, sure will. One thing you guys forget right now is that we're missing the best non-quarterback in the NFL. Oh, come also, on, man, the best player in the NFL that's not a quarterback, Gronkowski. Now, he's not better than Julio Jones, but he's game. great. I agree with what you're saying, but I don't even know if Gronk's going to play anymore. Gronk seems like he's, he's busy. Happy. <laughs> he seems happy to get his ring content. and be a part of the team and, and you know, <laughs> do party and hang out and be the dude. I guess so, after all the back surgeries and everything Yeah, else. that on, I man. mean, all right, Boston Mike, you, you are. You know, a, a, all right, can a, I tell you one thing? Lay it on one me. Before you, go, you, you know who the biggest winner in that game was? It wasn't the Patriots. It wasn't Bob Kraft. It was Bennett. He's going at the free agency, and oh, he's nice. going to make some serious, serious money. Marcellus Bennett, man. Last Even though he went brain dead in the game. On... Dead. Oh, yeah. I love him, though. He, I, 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 <laughs> do those Mickey Mouse hands. He's like hamburger healthy hands. <laughs> Hilarious. All right, boys. All right. Hey, I love you guys. Boston we Mike, you too, hey, we man. love you back, man. You are uh, you are family we're, on the other side. We're going to have to talk some Celtics and my man, Isaiah. So. Oh, man. Oh, man. man is he's he showing up, up man. this kid. Jeez, Louise. Yeah, we'll get you he's, back. We'll he's get you the back. Tom Brady in the fourth quarter. <laughs> Come on, man. Okay, we go. You, you always go too far, Mike. It's always you always got to go too far. <laughs> well, we love you. All right, guys. Be careful out there at love the parade. You. Talk to you soon. All right. Have a nice, great season on the ballers, too. All, All right, right, thank brother. you, sir. Bye. Appreciate you. Late. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, I mean, a, a fantastic contribution uh, uh, from Boston Mike on the Ozone. He made some wonderful points. Always I, have great, he always has great stats. He has great stats and analysis, even if he embellishes at times. <laughs> uh, but, but I mean, hey, it's hard to fight with, with rings. It's yeah. really hard to fight the Lord of the Rings. Frodo is out there, and he lives in New England. I thought he lived in New Zealand, but Frodo lives in New England. Who knew? 
The Lord of the Rings. So does Gandalf. Unbelievable. And what else is unbelievable is the deal that you can get at the 5-4 Club. Ladies and gentlemen, celebrate your Super Bowl win or drown your Super Bowl blues with a nice discount by using promo code OMAR at the 5-4 Club. Go to 5-4Club.com. Get yourself signed up to receive a monthly box of clothes worth more than $200, specially tailored and curated to your style for only $65 a month. Now, that number is going to drop for you for the first couple of months because you signed up with promo code Omar. Enjoy your life. Enjoy yourself. 5-4 Club. Take on the world. Wow. I mean, I, I'm still, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm spent. I can't, I, I watched that game. Already? Did you play? I, I feel like I played. I feel like I played, but I. Some, I didn't see you. I was worried. Were you, did you have the dreads? The predator. That was me. Yeah, the predator. I got tired in the fourth. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't in shape. I did all I could to guard Hogan. Come to find he is fast. Who knew? <laughs> That's why Tom picked on you. <laughs> it was me that Tom picked on. Oh, my goodness. Great day on the Ozone. Uh, I mean, 40 minutes they had the ball. 40 minutes, 31 seconds to 23, 27. They literally did everything wrong. But this is what you have to do to beat a team like them. You it, talked about yeah, that. You have to keep the ball out of their hands. And, and but we thought we both surmised Le that Le they Le were Blunt. that that it was going to be a running game that keeps it out of his hands. But I think that that's what their plan was until Legarrette Blunt looked like he wasn't prepared. He did not look and like Bill a Belichick Patriot. is not the guy. That He's not playing that, around with you. That he'll make the adjustment inside of the game, and that's the difference between him and the other coaches. Because we saw Shanahan and Quinn, they didn't make the adjustments, and they paid the price. You know, sure did you can't have a twenty-five point lead. And lose the game. It's you just can't. Yeah, not, not not that late in the game. No, not that. Late. It's not like you put up twenty five. It's not like it was two extra three. points. It's not like it was twenty eight three dude. in the first quarter. Yeah. This was twenty eight three in the halfway through the third quarter. Because this Atlanta, is worse than the Bills collapse. Yeah, because Atlanta shut down the run. They shut down LeGarrette Blunt. Even when Deion Lewis, they brought him in there. James White didn't really run. No. You're talking about. No, he caught balls in the flat. Yeah, they call him dinking and dunking, yep. doing drag routes and yep. slams yep, yep, and yep, everything yep, else. Yep, yep, taking yep, yep. That's why he should have got the MVP because the yak, uh, the yards after the catch. He, he actually changed that for them because what Atlanta was doing that was awesome was Atlanta was, uh, even if they were, uh, I I was amazed by their strip ability, by the way, mm -hmm. and not just their chips and strips in with Laguerre Blanc. A little guac, little salsa, <laughs> but not even that. I'm talking about from the defenders. When right. the defenders are knocking balls down, it looked like they were caught and they're getting knocked down. Now, one thing that was enormous that I, I don't think is getting enough credit is, is Julian Edelman gave Tom Brady his confidence. He sure did because Tom Brady looked like a broken man. He looked like... And, he, and, he had so the spirit. and so did Kraft, and so did Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick looked confused. For the yeah. first time I've ever seen Bill Belichick look. He was standing on the sideline like, what in the hell is going wow. on? Wow, he just kept are looking at his, he looked at his board like, what are we supposed to do now? Like, what are we supposed to do? They're going crazy on us. See, this is, they open up a can of whoop-ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, close it. Close the can. Yeah, no, but, and. and They look completely confused. And Edelman looked like he just said, not me. I'm not like, the one. I didn't come out here. I'm ready. I, I didn't ready come out. I just had a kid. I didn't come out here to lose. I'm not Tom, Wes Welker. Tom was missing passes in the flats. He missed him wide open on, I mean, on a crossing like route. A 30 yards, yeah. he missed him wide open. Yeah. And a couple of guys at Hogan, but he came out there with the stone hands. He came out there with the Roberto hands. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Mano de Pedro. <laughs> yeah, they didn't, uh, they didn't, uh, even they Malcolm Mitchell. Yeah. Well, let's hear what another New England supporter has to say because, unfortunately, we got to take our medicine today. Yeah, I got to eat it. You know, I like my crowed roasted lightly mm. with a little bit of truffle oil. <laughs> <laughs> lightly seasoned. Flavorful. <laughs> they know 
what's going on? Trucker Dave, live in the Ozone. Congratulations. We know yeah. you're a big New England supporter. And uh, wow, wow is all we can say. We've been on the mic now for probably about 40 minutes just recapping what I feel like is the biggest choke job in the history of professional sports. I think you and a lot of other people. But, uh, tell, give, me, give me your take because you always have such a special analysis. Give me your take overall of the game, overall of where, where Brady and Belichick are. Just lay it on us. Only thing I can really say is just like the rest of the world, I was just like, wow, you can't. I've never, ever seen anything like this. That third and two where they had um, Matt Ryan go back. I mean, if I'm San Francisco, I might just rescind that contract if I just offered. I, I got I got I really have to at least reconsider. I, 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 I might have to reconsider because if you get them down, you got to put them out. I mean, I just don't – I don't understand the consensus of what are you trying to prove. You have a lead and you only have like a little bit of time left. All you need to do is just stay in field goal range. You've got a really good field goal kicker. Why do you have Matt Ryan dropping back? It's and why dropping back so ball. far? Yeah, you got him in a seven-step drop, and they're still shocked that they're beating the Patriots, but they're kind of like – in a sense, celebrating before the game's over. You just hit the nail on the head. You know what's funny? We just talked to Boston Mike, and, and Boston Mike said that Belichick got in their head. And you know what? I actually agree with your point even more. They were shell-shocked that they were winning the game. They were shell-shocked that how easily they were winning the game. Because they were dragging the Patriots. They were blowing them out. Just like they've done everybody else in the league. You can't stop it. Yeah, they were doing that. Now, now it, you know, in Aaron Rodgers' defense, Seven seconds left. Look at what Aaron Rodgers did against Dallas, and he had about the same amount of time. And when he got it, and Matt Ryan, you know what? You got to back up right there because I don't really want to blame it on Matt Ryan. But what I do want to say is this guy that took the kickoff and put them in bad field position that ran out on the 11 yards. Oh, line, this, this like, yeah. buffoon. What are you doing? Why did you do that? Let to, to kick, Take the ball on the 25. That's another piece. There were so many small things. That turned out to be big things. That, that, that they had to literally do everything wrong to lose a 28-3 lead halfway through the third quarter. You have to do everything wrong. Right. And the Patriots do didn't do everything wrong. right. They this missed the same reason. Listen, that, the same. that point after right. I thought was going to end up being, even at the time, in my mind, I thought, ooh, that might end up, they might end up losing 28-27 behind that. But that was the same reason the Ravens let Devin Hester go earlier in the season because he did something silly like that, like catching a ball on the two or whatever instead of letting it roll in the yeah. end zone. You can't do stuff like that. You, and you have can't to do be, it against great teams yeah, that are well coached exactly. you, you in any can't. sport. You can't do that, man. I mean, that field position at that time is so critical. There's only a few people like Aaron Rodgers and the Brady's, and you know they, that's why Matt Ryan got his nickname Matty Ice because he's known for closing out games. But I think the moment got a little bit too big. But then again, I wasn't really blaming it on him. I was looking upstairs and looking on the sidelines because can't commit those uh, penalties like they were committing. That's another piece that's nobody talks thing. about. As a Raider fan, those penalties come back to <laughs> hurt <real>. you. <laughs> come on, man. Even in this situation where they had three third-down situations where they got called for holding in the secondary. Yeah. And then the defense actually showed up, and that's when they got the pick six. So they even atoned for those sins, if you will. But that penalty 
when Mohamed Sanu caught the 10-yard pass to put them back into field goal range. Yeah, hold. The hold, which they then lost 10 yards and replayed the down. And then when they replayed the down, they got a sack where they lost 10 more yards. That's what put them out of range. And this was just a, a situation where it's an accumulation of things that come from premature celebration, a lack of preparation and discipline that ultimately has Atlanta at the house. And I was just saying, I don't think that Atlanta's coming back. I think that football, the one of the reasons why Belichick and Brady are being so celebrated is because it's so hard to put together a dynasty in football because of injuries and because of everything like that. It's almost impossible to come back from a loss like this. Well, and you have to look at, too, you have to look at you playing the NFC. So there's no guarantees. That's I mean, a good what point. You're playing the harder NFC. conference. Yeah, you, what is there in the AFC? You, you're looking at Big Ben calling every radio station, talking about retiring. Um, <laughs> you, who do you have? Matt Tannehill, I mean, Brian Tannehill. I just don't see too many threats in the uh, AFC. You got yeah. Cincinnati. Who, Cincinnati's who's not serious. Cleveland, who's looking for a quarterback. So, you know, if you're Brady and, uh, and Belichick, you can say, hey, man, we can at least get to one or two more of these Super Bowls. At and, least. Uh, we, we like our chances because the NFC beats up on each other. And then it's kind of like the Western the Conference in team. basketball. Yeah. And, and you right. know what? There's going to be a time, and in that, I agree with you. I think they get back to one or two of them. And there's going to be a time to really cash in because the Patriots now are going to always be favored. I don't care if they're playing the freaking 86 Giants. Right. I don't care if they're playing the 85 Bears. The Patriots and Tom Brady are going to be favored. I don't care how old he is or whatever. And there's going to be a time to cash in because there's got to be a smart coordinator somewhere who watches the tape and says, these guys are actually very beatable. It's, you play the full 60 minutes. Okay, but then again, you have to look at the future too. You have to look at the future. You have rumored teams like Cleveland offering maybe a first and a second round for Garoppolo. you got the Chicago Bears that may get in and offer that. you got San Francisco that might offer Somebody might make him an offer of, hey, I'll give you a first in the second round draft pick. You take those two two picks, and now you got you can fix your defense, and now you can you know you can you can get an outside pass rusher that you need on the on the on the corner, or you might get a uh, you know a, um, a a guy you need on offense or something like that. So that's huge. You really and you and when you keep winning, you have to look at more free agents are going to want to come here and possibly like Chris Long and just come and play for less and get a ring. Yeah. So you're always in the mix. Had dinner with Chris Long uh, around this time last year in Miami at Prime 112, and we had a great conversation. I'm really, really happy for his success. We talked about his time in St. Louis. He's a really great person. Did you see that special on him where he went and he posed like a homeless person out in front of the stadium? Oh, no. Oh, man, this is is really – you guys got to find – I got to find where this is. Um – so he goes out and poses like he's a homeless person staying in front of the stadium where his picture is on the side of the stadium and people are treating him like garbage. And it was unbelievable. And, you know what? and we spoke about I like it. about him. Yeah. He, he, when you listen to Boston radio and he calls in and he's just talking about, yeah, I'm just driving to practice right now. I'm in my regular Jeep. And just, you could just, the way that he talked and the way he spoke, he just seems like a regular identifiable a, a guy that you can identify with, just like yeah, regular Joe. Howie and them did a good job with him. Howie and them, good, yeah, that's a that's a, a real testament to his upbringing there. But uh, I don't know why the Rams got rid of him. 
I don't either, to be honest. Premature. No, a little premature. Well, but look at the situation. Why did the Patriots get rid of Jamie Collins? Why did they get rid of Chandler Jones? Almost doesn't count. It and doesn't. it's just unbelievable that they came back. They win this game. I, again, I don't want to say it was fixed. Joel Embiid put out a tweet that was <laughs> – I, like, I trust the process. This guy is fantastic. Joel Embiid put out a tweet that said, are you kidding me? I forget this. This is absolutely rigged. They're up 25 and they don't run the clock out. Are you kidding me? Can you tell me, Trucker Dave, why, as much as everybody, you and T-Bone feel the same way, you guys want to absolve Matt Ryan from this, but in real life, if you want to talk, call somebody elite and give them MVPs, none of the elite quarterbacks are losing a 25-point lead with a quarter and a half left in the game. Why is Matt Ryan snapping the ball when they're up eight in the fourth quarter with four minutes left? Why is he snapping the ball with 22 and 23 seconds with the, on the playcock when the, when the clock is running? Why? You know what? First of all, in his defense, they have an up-tempo offense. You know, sometimes what could be your detriment is you don't know when to slow it down, you know. When they went fast, it caused the Patriots problems. You could see their, their defense was gassed. But what you got to do is what I like what New England does is whatever is working, that's what we're going to stay with. So DeMonte Freeman's running the ball good on stretch plays. That's what we're going to keep doing. We don't have to pass the ball. You know, you see when LeGarrette Blunt fumbled, they went away from LeGarrette Blunt. So, uh, so, so far working, away, he didn't even get any more snaps. I don't even think he was in the stadium anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they escorted you back in New England. That's why he's serving peanuts and everything. Look, Blunt led the, led the league in touchdowns this year. He had more than Ezekiel Elliott. He had at least 18 touchdowns. So once he fumbled, point. He, lost, he lost Bill Belichick. And Bill, that's why Bill Belichick, you're going to tell me inside the five-yard line where you got the ball, you're going to give the ball to James White instead of LeGarrette Blunt? He couldn't take that chance on him coughing it up again. Right. So they, that's just showing you that they changed their game plan during the game to fit whatever's working. It's not ego-based at yes. all. Well, you know what? One of my problems, though, especially with James White, it, the other teams don't recognize, James White doesn't pass block. You know what he's there for. <laughs> you know what he's there for. Put somebody on him. Go to the flats. Look for him Again, on a quit slant. This is this is personnel. This is this, is, the this coach. is team awareness and the coach having his guys prepared. The when you have to tell your guys, hey, look, when this guy comes in, they're running these plays. Because they're going to run a wheel. They're going to do something. Yeah. So stay awake. But now, now back to your thing. One thing I say, we're ego because we've all seen Bill Belichick's ego get the best of him in games from time to time. And this game, I thought that it had bit him in the ass once again because he came out. And thought he was gonna pass all over the, the Atlanta Falcons. Right. And nobody he in the got backfield. shut down. They got they went out there and got shut down for three quarters and got embarrassed. Now to his to his well, testament, he made adjustments, but I'm I really I can only give you so much credit for the adjustments because they dropped into a two-minute offense basically for the whole last 19 minutes of the game, more or less or uh, what is that? Uh, uh, uh 24 minutes of the game, 23 minutes of the game. And and for some reason, none of Dan Quinn's people decided to adjust to the two-minute by dropping into a zone or mixing up coverages. Instead, you just let your guys get totally and completely gassed. Right. I'm not even mad at the Falcons' defense, to be honest. You can't be on the field that long. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I don't on, care man. if you're 85 Bears. It's true. Or 86 Giants. And, and that comes, well, again, you know what? run the football. Don't, don't stop yeah. running because it gets stuffed one time. <laughs> what are you doing? Five and that's what Bill Belichick is going to—he's—he's he's going to go back and look and see when he look goes towards the draft. I need to get players that are fast on defense because 
it exposed his defense because he didn't sure play did. a team that had that kind of speed on defense, and that's why the Falcons weren't blitzing. They were just rushing with four, but they were getting to him because they had speed on defense. He that's played a team that had that speed on D like that. And they beat them. Yeah. And it was the Seattle Seahawks. And they went to Foxborough and they served up the New England Patriots. And and this was like a replay of that. Yeah, just get physical with them. But the speed, I'm, I'm with well, Trucker Dave. You know, the speed is essential. Yeah, and that's the game evolving, you know, turning to more like an arena style of play. Because before, now everybody's in the nickel. You got all those DBs out there. You don't have as many linebackers or even the middle. If you have a middle linebacker who's like the quarterback of defense out there like a Ray Lewis was, you can change the whole game, but now everybody... That guy played well for Atlanta yesterday, yeah, the middle linebacker. Yeah. What's his name? 45. What was his name? I don't remember his name. Is his name White? I can't remember his name. You know what I'm talking about, Dave? I know what you're talking about. I know. Uh, who was that? Jones? Jones. Whatever Jones. Was that was that it. Name. Jones. Jones. But not 32. He played well. <laughs> not Collins. Collins got burnt. I mean, who? Hey, let me tell you something. That cornerback, number 23, he's got a future, man. Alfred. Alfred. That man, that dude balled. I was impressed, man. I think this is his first year. He balled. Yeah. And you know what they did? They were they actually were very very Belichickian and Patriots in their defense for the first three quarters. In that, if they gave up a pass, they they limited the yards after the catch. There was never any big plays where it was like, uh oh, here they go. There was a bunch of small plays, and they said, okay, you know what, we'll be aggressive. But then when they get the when they do catch the ball. Let them get six. Let them get five. Let them get six. And this is what boosted up Tom Brady's numbers. And Tom Brady, to his credit, in the second half, later in the second half, started taking what the defense gave as opposed to trying to force because that's how he ended up with the pick six. Now, what I want to talk to you about, Trucker Dave, is something that you said, which was absolutely spot on on last week's edition of the Ozone, when I said, do you have to recognize Tom Brady as the GOAT if he wins this Super Bowl? And you said you have to be very careful saying things like that. And you're right, because people become prisoners of the moment. Give me your take now as somebody who I know was an avid 49ers fan and now loves the Patriots. Give me that analysis. Well, you know what a lot of people look at is like this. That's what that term came from, Monday morning quarterbacking. Like, okay, Tom Brady is the best. And, you know, some people will say John Elway. Others will say Dan Marino. And, you know, I love the work of Joe Montana. I mean, and then what people would go by, they would go by, okay, well, look at their records. Joe Montana was 16-7. and seven. Tom Brady is 25-9. and nine. But I always factor in this, the era, and I'll leave it at that. In that era, back then, you could get knocked out of the game. You could get hit, and it wasn't a personal foul. You, they, could, uh, they wouldn't just drop a penalty if you didn't make the uh, play on third down just so the game wouldn't get out of hand. And I'm not taking anything away from Tom Brady. I love Tom Brady. He's great, and what he did was unbelievable. But you have to give the other people some credit, too, because James White, people don't talk about Dante Hightower. If it wasn't for Dante Hightower, you don't never even get to that point. You know what I mean? Oh, so yeah. That's what makes the Patriots so good is because they play collectively as a team. And somewhere there must have been a problem with Chandler Jones and uh, Jamie Collins for them just to get rid of him like that. I know he didn't want to pay Chandler Jones because he was in the last year of his contract, but yesterday you really needed him because if you had a Chandler Jones in a game like that, even though Trey Flowers had 2.5 sacks, Chandler Jones would have put a huge amount of pressure on Matt Sure Ryan. would have. And he would have took that edge away on the outside where Freeman and them were, were just acting a fool. The edge. They were too fast. Yeah, yeah so – that's what I, I never like to, you know, jump to the conclusion, 
you know, because the era that Joe Montana, Joe Montana had to go up against LT in Chicago. And I think they beat them like in that playoff game, like 49 to three or something crazy. He had to play <laughs> the Gave it to the bears. Yeah. I mean, and Tom Brady's been great too, but you know what? It's just up for debate and it always will be. You yeah, just have to leave it at that. Be. Always will it be. Always will be. Well, leave it at that. congratulations. I don't know if you're going to make your way to New England for the parade, but uh, I know that that <laughs> I know that as a supporter, you got to feel good this Monday morning. Other than the fact that the team should have got blown out, but shoulda, woulda, coulda, don't don't really matter. I mean, the Raiders should have been in the uh, in the Super Bowl if it, if Derek Carr doesn't get his leg broke. More bad coaching, but which is why Bill Musgrave is no longer with the team. He's no longer with the organization because um, he because he was throwing the ball up nineteen in the fourth quarter. Yeah, but that's what's great about football. Really, is they, they get got, rid of you. They get rid of you. That's a good point. There's going to be a lot of heads rolling. In Atlanta? <laughs> yeah, in Atlanta. Oh, it's going to be some head rolling. I mean, and like, you know, what I don't like is how, you know, Kyle Shanahan, you you got to look at this point. Okay, his deal was already in place. So how much of that was a distraction as far as him, you know, like preparing That's his a 100% great point. to the Falcons? Right, you know, it's so, almost like collusion. It's almost like collusion. That's a great point. That yeah, Those those talks you know. should be stalled until after a guy right. is, yeah, is after, done with the season. After. Because it seemed the like there was an done. ego element where it seemed like he was trying to prove a point more right. so than win the game. Right. Yeah, I it's got like my when... deal in place. Yeah, but you still don't have a quarterback. Exactly. Or you're going to have to beg for Garoppolo. If you do that, you're going to have to give up the house. I mean, they, 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 they just won. So if he tells you, I want a first and a second, and you say no, and then you got three or four teams like that, I mean, somebody's going to pay him if they want to give him up because they said Tom Brady wants to play another three years. Yeah. And with Jacoby Brissett, you can develop Jacoby Brissett in another three years. So if the Patriots get those two draft picks, especially if they get a number one inside of the top ten of the draft, and they trade back and say, okay, well, we'll take number 10 and number 20, and we also pick at 32. That's three first-round draft picks, man. That's a problem. If you use them. Yeah, so and, and there's yeah. a lot of stuff to consider. So they're going to get better. That's my whole point. Well, I always appreciate your insight. Yeah, great take. Yeah, great take. Great take on the team, on the game. Uh, I, I, I'm still flabbergasted. I just can't believe that the way that they lost that game. I, I just, I, I please believe. I just have no you, you understanding know what I was of thinking? <clears throat> that it was, I was fixed. Thinking what I would have done when they were, and they will say this is Monday morning quarterbacking. Okay, it sounds crazy. I'm up twenty-one to three. I'm up twenty-eight to three. I'm going for the onside kick. I'm going to knock you all the way out of the game if I recover this ball. You know, I'm going to knock you all the way out. The problem is when teams play like the Patriots, they want to play on a level field. The game is not level because it's a university. It's like a football university when you play them. It's not just like you're playing a regular football team. So you need something that's going to give you an extra advantage because – what ends up happening is you have these critical calls when you get a third down and you get a three and out or whatever, then you have a holding penalty, and then you got this. It always comes back to bite you, man. You cannot play the game fair. When you got a lead like that, you can take a chance. I would. I would have took a chance. Well, but you know what? I agree with you with not going super conservative, but the problem, the only problem with that take, in my opinion, is is that they actually recovered an onside kick and got the ball in enemy territory and didn't do nothing. Yeah. That's when the I'm game should have been over. Just scored. They just needed a field right, goal. Right after you have, you I know have what you're momentum. Saying. I know what you're saying. You have momentum. You can just, okay, we're going to make you pass. 
that's what happened to him when he threw the pick six. Yep. Because they were down, 14 and he had nothing. to get out of his element. And and and, and, and that's classic had, Atlanta. It's classic Atlanta, and it showed that Brady was immortal. He had the happy feet. He looked just like Peyton Manning. He looked just like everybody that looks when they get start getting hit in the mouth. He, he had the happy feet. He started throwing ball all over the field, and he threw a pick six. And for some reason, that wasn't enough for Kyle Shanahan. This is just unbelievable. Yeah, but you know what? But he has the ability to slow the game down. And As we like, saw. Okay, As we I'm saw. Slow this thing down because he's been doing it so methodically for so many years. And, um, you know, they put that much pressure on Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Rodgers is mobile. And Tom Brady is not even mobile. And, you know, and Aaron Rodgers couldn't bounce back from it. So, well, you know, uh, yeah, it's unbelievable. It, it's unbelievable. But in your case, I'm glad that it worked out in your favor. Appreciate you. Going to have you back on the Ozone to- soon to talk some hoops. And uh, just enjoy yourself out there on the road and be careful. Be safe. All right. All right, Trucker Dave. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, that's Jalen Collins out there that was getting burned like that. That's, I mean, I, I'm I'm telling you, I wouldn't be surprised if the kid gets cut ASAP. Well, I I would because in this situation, once again, like you keep blaming it on the coaches and whatnot. It's the coach. This is, that's, that's not on that kid because in the first half – I don't think that it was, hey, this kid's a weak link in it the first half. But that's the adjustment that they made. What I'm saying is is that there was never any adjustment made for that young man by his team. For the whole defense, but that kid was a weak link, and they should have saw the exploitation that was going on. It's still not one. That's not. That's, 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 if you, that's, when you that's go, back, piece, go back and watch not, this big piece. That's not enough. Because he's the reason why they marched the ball down the field. That, it, I, I can't He's the reason feet. for the season. 25 points. That kid didn't give up 25 points. He gave up he didn't yards give up 25. And that's what he did. He was giving them up in big chunks. And that's why when you go back and watch the game, no, I'm he telling was giving you, giving them up. He still 32. was tackling. Watch he, he, I sometimes I wasn't, he wasn't though. I was he missed up one big tackle on on uh, on White. <laughs> was Jay but White. I can't but I'm not going to I'm not going to put it on that kid. I would No, I would, you're not going to you can't you have to put it on the, I'm putting it on the coaches because like you said they they should have made the adjustments. All I need but, to do is run they, the ball. But, Nobody showed me they can stop Devontae Freeman. Nobody. What? Nor Tevin Coleman. Tevin Coleman, but I, I'll even give him a pass because Tevin Coleman got hurt, you know, for a little bit. I was in the third. He got hurt. He looked like he broke his ankle. Looked like he broke his ankle. And that's when they went away from. I mean, the, I was that's when they went away the from doctor, the run. The doctor was like, "Oh, he broke his ankle. That's the uh, third metacarpal of the dog." <laughs> <laughs> like, whoa, really? Yeah, bad yeah. news. Now let's, uh, you know, we're gonna go into taking a couple calls. I think a couple people called in to leave their take on the game, and uh, stop tormenting ourselves with this Super Bowl talk. And, and move on to something else that happened in sports, if anything happened in sports that's relevant to talk about versus this epic meltdown. Uh, just unbelievable. The Ozone? I thought this was the uh, senator's line to call and uh, complain about that uh, white supremacist banning. But uh, <laughs> anyways, while I'm here, uh, hey, I, uh, what's up, O&T? Uh, love the podcast, man. You guys are awesome. I feel like I'm sitting there in the room with you guys chatting away. And uh, and just laughing with you. Uh, I heard you guys talking a few weeks ago, uh, or I don't even remember what's going on. I'm up in Portland for a reason. My brain has left me. I got in the wrong car today. Uh, luckily, the owner wasn't there, so we're all good. But, hey, so back to it. I heard uh, you talked about the Chargers and what a great stadium uh, the StubHub would be for the Chargers because it's so much better than the Coliseum, which is – old and tattered. Even when I was 12 years old going to Raider games down there, 
it was old and tattered and not fun. <laughs> and uh, I know I've been I've been uh, trying to tell anybody who would listen for uh, forever that they need to make stadiums smaller for the NFL to make the experience so much better. Uh, years ago, I sat 50 yard line, fifth row, USC. There's Ray Maluga, Keith Rivers, uh, Brian Cushing, and what an incredible experience it was. About never never to sit up in the uh, nosebleeds again. And uh, if you look at the teams, a lot of these teams got the em- empty stadiums. The Dolphins going to the playoffs, half-empty stadium. Um, Jacksonville, but win or lose, they're always empty. And uh, and I think the NFL is not smart enough to innovate in that way, but they're going to stumble upon it with this Chargers StubHub thing. I think they're going to see that, wow, what an experience this is. I am right in the game. And uh, and eventually, they'll start building the smaller stadiums. You can charge higher ticket prices. It's a much better experience. And a lot of people just, you know, they'd rather be at home anyways if they're not going to be right up in the game. So uh, I think that's the future of the NFL. And I really, really wish they would do that with my Raiders because uh, we need to figure out a way to keep them in Oakland. Thank God Vegas is over. Miss you guys. <laughs> Really good point there out in uh, in in <laughs> long-winded message, but I don't mind. Really good point out there in Portland. And basically what he's saying is, is the future of the NFL they could find is in smaller stadiums where they can charge more money, but the experience is more intimate. I know that you had said that in the past, but one of my things was that they um, it's something about with this revenue and television because when you sell out the stadiums, you have to play the game on television. And I think that's a part of the agreement. I don't exactly know how it works, but I need to do some research on that. But I think that one of the things that's happening is an evolution of the game as well, because when you have communication in the palm of your hand, you can watch the game. The games are being streamed live from Twitter. So you probably would be able to get away with a 30,000 seats. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's going to be interesting because I think this may be a secret uh, teaser that they may have suspected that they found a way to, you know, this is like a trial. Uh, a lot of teasing going on this. this <laughs> a lot of teasing going on. No satisfaction, though, if you're a Falcon <laughs> fan. Have we got any more calls? Yeah. Hey, how you guys doing? This is your boy, Dr. Drew. I had to go ahead and leave a message about them Falcons, boy. That was my team right there. They hurt me. I don't know why they didn't manage the clock better and just run the ball. That's all they had to do was kill the clock. You have a 25-point lead. Kill the clock. And what the, everybody kept on saying that it was over. I knew it wasn't over. Tom Brady was going to come back. I saw how they were playing. I kept on telling everybody, like, it's not over. He's coming back. They just went halftime and made adjustments, and they came back, and they just dominated the game. It was ridiculous what happened. All, they, all the Falcons had to do was run the ball and manage the clock, kill the clock. That's all you had to do. Very disappointed in what the Falcons did. I don't know if they had their playbook messed up or what was going on. Dr. Drew sounds devastated by yeah. what happened to Atlanta. And suicide he's right. watch. I don't know if he's right to be on Suicide Watch, but he's, I don't know. He, he sounded pretty, he took, he's taking it pretty hard. Yeah. Uh, he must have spent some time in, the, in the, the Peach State. Sorry, we're having some technical difficulties. We couldn't get your whole message in. Um, but let's see uh, what the next caller has to say. I, just so you know, I fully we agree. We feel with your you. pain. Yeah, and I fully agree. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Barrett, aka B Rod. Um, yeah, yesterday, very disappointing day. Another moment of silence, usually reserved for the Seahawks, but this time I'll give a moment of silence to the Falcons. <laughs> they had the win in their hands, and somewhere or another, they found a way to give it up. 
honestly thought the game was completely over before the second half when everybody's face looked like they should have the Jordan meme on it because everybody looked like they had lost. Everybody was disappointed. But didn't look like they the Falcons made that adjustment in the second half of the game. Seemed like they let up and they didn't do what the Falcons usually do, which is lay it on thick, heavy cream throughout the whole game. <laughs> the Falcons have the best offense in the game and they had the potential to score up to at least 45 points against the Patriots the route that they were going. And they had did what they needed to do. They got the hits on Tom Brady, five sacks in the game. They're two away from tying the um, the Super Bowl record of uh, hits on the quarterback, sacks on the quarterback. You know, the, they shut down LeGarrette Blunt, the running game, and the, I feel like the coaches, you know, they didn't pull through on that last one. I feel like they should have uh, kept laying it on thick all the way through. But what can you do? All righty. Moment of silence from B-Rod, usually reserved. I agree with you. Uh, definitely, they usually lay it on heavy cream. They go thick, double, make it a, a double macchiato. But this time, they decided to go flat. And uh, it's disappointing. I agree with you. If you would have said they would sack, that the Atlanta Falcons would sack Tom Brady five times. And he would still get a dub. Matt Ice would not have any interceptions. Uh, and... Julio Jones would make some spectacular catches. You would think, oh, this is that must have been a win. Just wasn't enough of it, you know. It just it, it was just poorly I, played. Poorly played, and this, I mean, it's, it's a trip because execution. the disappointment's so heavy. And I'm not even, you know, I'm not a Falcons fan. It's just I hate. I love seeing great sports. I do too. You know, I love seeing greatness. And Tom Brady showed up with it. He held up his end of the bargain when it came to greatness. Cause you know what he said? And this is what's so beautiful about sports. We saw so much of what, of what's so great about sports. We saw never say die. We saw adjusting so many of the metaphors that are the same thing in life that you can use that what really youth sports are about. Right. It's not about getting to the league, which is great. Such a small percentage of people it's do about it. overcoming antagonism. It's a, that's what it is. It's just yeah. like a good movie. It's about overcoming the antagonist, we just which is life. Yeah, we just watched a story unfold yesterday. We watched a story. We yeah. watched an Academy Award winning film Great unfold. Piece. I mean, I, I mean, the winner, the, the winner. Academy Award winner. <laughs> this is <a> Bravo speech. <laughs> and yet at the same time, it was such a, a, a beautiful story that it, it makes me suspicious as to why the antagonist fell apart. It's like the villain in the 80s movie. It's like you just don't understand why the villain won't just shoot Batman in the head instead of giving him a speech. Give before. him a speech and, not take, and take off his mask and everybody knows who he is. Hey, yeah, man, then I got to dump you in a vat of acid. Just shoot Batman in the head. <laughs> He's not a superhero. He's a violent, dude. dude. You're pretty violent. He's a rich dude. Calm down, man. All right, bro. Uh, yeah, yeah, unbelievable. Want to uh, move into a, just a couple topics uh, real quick. You know, he saw that he... Uh, Paul Pierce hit his last shot in the TD Garden yesterday on his nice. send-off. That was nice, but the Clippers are ass. The Clippers have lost six in a row, I think, five or six in a row. Yeah, Chris Paul is hurt, but... That's one player. That's I don't want to hear it. The, they blow up the Clippers. Austin Rivers is looking decent. Uh, yeah. Above yeah. average. Yes. And so you can't blame And Blake Griffin yeah. is putting up like 23 and 12 or something like that. They just don't function well as a unit. They don't function well as a unit. They have to, do, they have to make some adjustments. Somewhere, uh, Donald Sterling, the racist, is laughing and counting money and supporting white power. And he's happy that the Clippers are still losing <laughs> without him. So, you know, that that is what it is. Um, 
The NBA is, is finally, we're about to turn the corner and go into the All-Star game. It's going to be interesting to see if LeBron James takes those two weeks off this year in the season with the turmoil that the Cavs have been in lately. He's averaging the second most minutes in all of uh, uh, NBA. Which is ridiculous. Yeah, I think 37 and a half minutes That's a game. too much. That's too much. It's too much for a guy that plays extra seasons by right. the playoffs. Right. Um, yeah, definitely got to get rid of them. It was nice uh, to watch Boogie and the Kings beat up on Golden State, even though, I mean, they still only won by three. It but, doesn't matter what you win by day one. Yeah. And, and Golden that. State has those mental lapses. It's a trip. They, well, they, you have a little dissension going on with Durant seems and, like and your boy. Draymond. And, and the nut shot. <laughs> and the nutcracker. Draymond Green do the nuts. Yeah, it's a. Is that the nutcracker? That is no. But you know, they didn't know that until you told them. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, but uh, very interesting. I don't know why they – why can't we all just get along? <laughs> We're the Rodney King. They can't get along out there in, in the Golden State. Uh, what else have we got? Now, and my last thing is this, is uh, I've been looking forward to this World Baseball Classic. It comes around once every four years, and they're talking about this might be the last one, by the way. Yeah, that's uh, unfortunate. It really is. And there's, uh, I can't blame them, though, because Americans don't want to play fair. We don't play nice. What we, do you mean? Well, we're not really sending our A squad out there most this of the year, time. This year, guys are going. Yeah. This year, guys are going. Well, how it's much are they going to play? I, don't, I mean, I don't know. It's like an all-star game. You don't want guys to get hurt. But I tell you this much, I follow. This Vinter- is not like an all-star game, though, because the rest of the world is actually taking it serious. And if the World Series is going to be the World Series, as we call it, and being the world champions, I think that we should make an effort of showing the world that we're the most dominant team in the world in playing baseball because we have the most dominant players, even more so than the Dominicans. Yes and no. Because if you look at world champion teams in Major League Baseball, they always are diverse, which is the beauty of baseball. Yeah, but when you talk about putting the American squad together. No, the American squad is yeah, nuts. You can't, it should be you nuts. Can't, if you put the real solid American squad out there, there is no team that can compete with them. You're talking Shouldn't about starting be. off with Kershaw. Chris Sale. <laughs> Chris Sale, man. Come on, dude. You got, Stone you got Thor out, out there. there. Come on, yeah. man. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can you score? Out there. You shouldn't be able to score. Yeah. So... Uh, but I like this Venezuela team as a sleeper. <laughs> Venezuela's always nice. Man, they got a great squad. Puerto Rico's always nice, though. Yeah. And but, the but DR. I don't think I don't think Puerto Rico's got enough firepower this year. You know, I don't now. think the Cuba's gonna be what they were before. This is gonna be interesting to see. It's gonna be interesting to see because they got something to play for with uh, Castro dying. But you know what? A lot of times what people are asleep on are like the Korean squad and the Japanese squad. The Japanese Well, are, you can't sleep on the Japanese squad. They've won it two out of the three times they've had it. Everybody still sleeps on them. And then they end up winning. After you watch all the big names go by, the big poppies and everything else, you know, you come and watch the, the Japanese come and take the, the WBC. Huh. Yeah. Well. What, what what about the big hurt? What about the big hurt? I really like what Frank Thomas had to say about the Hall of Fame. And you know what? Frank Thomas came out, and he's against juicers getting in the hall. He should be. And he also said, listen, I played in that era. I am the big hurt. If you've ever seen Frank Thomas in real life, he's a giant. That dude is like 6'6", 300. He's a giant, and he's all muscle. Uh, And it's a trip because he came out directly and just said, if these guys weren't juicing, they would be like me, and they would just say, listen, don't even talk, don't even put my name in anywhere with juicing or cheating. I did this all legit, and we know that guys got in the hall this year especially that uh, uh, that, that weren't as adamant about their non-steroid use. Right. 
And it's uh, it's interesting. to Well, see. when you put up numbers like he put up, it's not fair to him. So I it's don't believe in I don't believe in dividing the hall or anything like that. But I think that you should definitely recognize what he had done. I I feel like really he's the guy who revolutionized the sport by bringing in letting big men play the game. You know, because baseball, although it's not like a, a I game where you say, oh, a guy's this size or that size that he can't play, but big guys were really, you know, you weren't thought to be able to play the game, right? And he brought it, he made it fashionable. I mean, his plate coverage was bananas. Especially for a guy with a huge strike zone. Yes. That didn't strike out that much. And forget about it. That last season that he played with the A's was unbelievable. Yeah. Because he he actually got the A's past Johan Santana. He went deep off of Johan Santana yeah. when Johan Santana was the man. And he was always a triple crown threat. <laughs> Which is unbelievable. Yeah. In the juice era, he yes. was a triple crown threat. Yes. The big guy, was he like 6'5, 6'6? 6'6, yeah, 6'5, 6'6. Huge guy. Yeah, great player. Great player. All right, folks, this is just a wonderful edition of the Ozone, very spirited. Want to wish you guys a happy Black History Month out there. Do yourself a favor and learn a little bit about American history. And if you get out to Washington, D.C., visit that new Smithsonian African-American History Museum. It's fantastic. And uh, as we saw yesterday, it was a, a pretty interesting uh, metaphor for life with what the Patriots were able to do. And uh, I want to leave you with a quote. That says, difficult roads often lead to beautiful destinations. This is Omar Miller, folks, your host, signing out on the Ozone. Thanks for joining us. Feel free to call in. And we got a big announcement coming soon on the Ozone. Ozone. With a groove I only got, we shall all be moved. Ready or not.